Dangerous Morning Show, The Breakfast Club. Man, what the hell is this, man? The Breakfast Club, bitches. I'm glad they put y'all together. Y'all are like a mega force. Y'all just took over every... Wake your punk ass up. This Chris Brown. I've officially joined The Breakfast Club. Say something, mother... I'm with it. The world's most dangerous morning show. Breakfast Club, bitches. Good morning, Angela Yee. Hey, fam. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday. Yes, it's Thursday. Oh, you got the 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 real Dominican process curly joint going this week, huh? That's my curls back, baby. How many wigs you got for the holidays? I ain't got no wigs. This is all I feel like I ain't seen you in a minute. You ain't seen me in a while. My hair growing. I'm telling you. You just got a haircut. I did just get a haircut. I just cut the sides and let my hair grow. Oh, you like a girl who went away for a couple weeks and came back a couple sizes bigger in the bra. Hey. <laughs> hey, you haven't seen me in a couple. I'm telling you, next week I might just have some cornrows. Go ahead, yo. yo listen, they announced that the uh, Uptown Records movie is coming to BT next year. They need a Christopher Three Williams. They need a Christopher Williams. They need saying. a I'll Be Sure. I I'm see what saying. you're doing. I'm just saying. I see what you're doing. I'm just saying. <laughs> this is all natural. <laughs> There's no process. There's nothing in my hair. Oh. This is just a little shampoo, little conditioner. I just let it flow. Uh, okay. What kind of products are you using? I don't use no products. I mean, you don't use any Definitely some shampoo. dye going on. You the shampoo. You don't use that any leave-in conditioner. You don't shampoo use any curly hair products? No. Your hair's as smell black it. as your hoodie, bro. Smell it. No, come on. I got grays. I don't want to smell it. So you, you, there's some dye in there. I'm talking about in your head. I ain't talking about your face. There's no dye. It's no, it's what no, you, I don't want to smell your head. I want you to know I'm, not with this, smell, I'm, not, I'm not with this kinky stuff. It smells like Malaysian. <laughs> he, smelled, yo, yo, he says, I'm not with the kinky stuff. <laughs> and it smells. You know what? You kinky, bro. You kinky. You are kinky. You think if I ask a man about his penis size, I won't sniff his hair? Come on. You're right. Come on, man. It's you asked me. me that? It's you're me. right. It's me you're talking about. <laughs> you're, you're right. All right. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What are we talking about? Uh, we are going to be talking about imagine that you call into work sick and then your job actually has nurses come and check on you That's just dope. to make sure you're really sick. I don't see nothing wrong with that. Wow. Okay. I'm going to tell you what company's doing that. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's What's get some front page news. Where we starting with Yee? So much going on. I don't know where to start, but uh, let's start off with some sports. Mm-hmm. Hedge fund billionaire Steve Cohen is buying the New York Mets, and he's worth about thirteen point six billion dollars, according to Forbes Real Time Billionaire Tracker. But as you know, the Mets don't do so well in New York as compared to the Yankees. They have a valuation of $2.3 billion, which is about half of what the Yankees is valued at. And they also had a 2018 revenue of $340 million, which is, uh, in comparison to the Yankees, their revenue was $668 million. Oh, God bless that, man. The fact that you got a a couple billion dollars to just spend on a baseball team says a lot about the success that you've had in your life. Yeah, that's pretty dope. All right, George Zimmerman is suing Trayvon Martin's parents Mm -mm -mm. for $100 million. Okay, according to his attorney, Larry Klayman, he's saying that he believes there was a conspiracy to frame him, and that's why he wants that money and damages the chief allegation. To frame him? Yes. 
frame? I'm going to tell you why. The chief allegation in the lawsuit is that Ben Crump, the civil rights attorney, he's been up here before, helped to swap out a a witness who was reluctant, Brittany Diamond Eugene, for her half-sister, Rachel Jantel. You guys know her from being on the stand at the trial, and she was the one that was on the phone with him. And they're saying, according to George Zimmerman's lawsuit, that she posed as Trayvon Martin's girlfriend when it was really her sister who was dating Trayvon and on the phone with him during the encounter. So, uh, as you guys know, Rachel was a key prosecution witness, and she testified that Trayvon told her in the phone call that someone was following him. So that's kind of their chief allegation in this ridiculous lawsuit. And just so you know, attorney Larry Clayman is also the person who had filed several lawsuits in the past, including that birther lawsuit that said that President Barack Obama couldn't be president because he wasn't a natural-born citizen. Now, I didn't read anything about that case when I saw that headline yesterday because I thought the headline was so ridiculous. And the first thing I think when I see that is like, yo, why hasn't somebody just off this dude yet? And I don't want to have that kind of energy or put that kind of stuff out there. So I didn't even dig into it. But I thought that he was going to be suing for like defamation or something, being that he was found not guilty and they still paint him as a murderer. But I didn't know that they was going to say... He just he he got framed. A conspiracy. Sounds crazy. <laughs> I mean, he didn't. He won. So, but according to um, Ben Crump, he also released a statement in response to this lawsuit. He said, "I have every confidence that this unfounded and reckless lawsuit will be revealed for what it is—another failed attempt to defend the indefensible and a shameless attempt to profit off the lives and grief of others." This plaintiff continues to display a callous disregard for everyone but himself, re-victimizing individuals whose lives were shattered by his own misguided Word. actions. And yo, people, man, I just, I, I don't know. I know when that, when that, when that energy comes back to George Zimmerman, it's gonna come back in a real, real way. Plus, you don't know how a person is suffering right now. We don't know him. And people like to say he's walking around Florida. He's not walking around Florida. That man does not live in Florida. That man lives an hour away from Charlotte, North Carolina. All right. And uh, I want to tell you guys about a once-a-month birth control pill now that scientists are working on. Mm -hmm. So far, they've tested this pill on pigs, and now they want to test it on people next. So the whole thing about this is, you know, you take the birth control pill every day, and if you forget a day, it's difficult. Or say you go out of town, and you travel without your pills, and you're like, damn, I'm out of town for three days, and I don't have my birth control pills. So now I can't take it for three days. Well, this capsule will help you reduce unintended pregnancies. And the way that it works, it's coated with gelatin, and that stays in your stomach for weeks after being swallowed and then from there it slowly releases hormones and those hormones are what prevent pregnancy. That can't be healthy. And Chipotle, they have nurses now that check on employees who call in sick and they're trying to make sure these employees are really sick and they don't just have a hangover. So they said, we have nurses on call, so that if you say, hey, I've been sick, you get the call into the nurse. The nurse validates that it's not a hangover, you're really sick, and then we pay for the day off to get healthy again. Now what they're saying is it's not just a way to expose you if you're lying about being sick. It's also to make sure that the restaurants are as clean and healthy as possible just to make sure you don't have any type of virus or something. Well, I want to commend you on those segues. You went from pigs to people to Chipotle. I thought those were all great segues. <laughs> okay, uh, that's number one. And I love the fact that they are sending nurses out when people are sick. I wish they did that for people who didn't have health care. Yeah, but, <laughs> but how are you going to tell me if I, if, if I got a stomachache? Like, what, are they just going to check on me? Yeah, he really has a stomachache? Listen, if I don't got, I got no health care and I work at Chipotle and I say something's wrong with me and they sending doctors and nurses out to check on me, thank you. Thank you very much. Well, they don't want sick employees preparing food, and I guess they want to make sure that the food... I don't know. I don't believe it. I'm only homesick because I can't afford health care. So if if I work here and you got those type of benefits where you send nurses on call, thank you. Remember that donkey the day I gave when the dude needed a little sponge bath and he was faking to be be handicapped so the nurse would scrub him? Yes. Hey, 
It might work, too. It's not going to work like that. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Oh. Yo, what's good? My name is Ron. Peace to the Breakfast Club. Ron, peace, peace what's up, Ron. Man? What's happening, Chess? Ain't nothing. Look, I want to get off my chest because yesterday I called in to ask you a question to the XG thing, and and they had me on hold for like 40 minutes. Then they banged it on me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's going on? What was your question? My question was, I, I got a, I had an artist, you know, that I'm trying oh, to push God. right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I see why they banged it on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see why they banged it on you. And what's crazy is he might actually be talented and she might actually be talented, but it's just people don't be caring, bro. Nah, nah, I dig, but, you know, I mean, y'all can check him out on his IG right now. Like, okay. he got a song on, on all platforms right now called Perfect. You know, his name is Spartacus. All right, I mean? all right. I like that. I like that. Spartacus. No doubt. We'll look him up. Perfect. We'll look him up, all right? Perfect. You don't have to spell Spartacus for us, sir. No, he did it. Oh, you definitely do. spelled differently. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, that's. Let me well. look up Spartacus. Perfect. Hello, who's this? How you? How you got a song called Perfect? Hey, you don't even spell Spartacus. Perfect. What's up, Trav? Oh my gosh. What's up, you? Trav, where have you been? Listen, let me tell you something. New do, new you envy. Ever since he got his little hairdo, he mm. just be leaving me on hold now. Wow. That messed you up. You on me, Trav? Thinking you thinking you cute now, Envy. Oh, think Trav thinks I'm cute now. Ow. <laughs> What's up, Shar? What up, sis? How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Listen, man. Gotta tell. I'm what? tired of seeing girls that get on my timeline. We know like, you're tired of seeing naked girl. girls, Trav. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about a gay man being tired of seeing naked girls, Trav. <laughs> we know that, Trav. No, Nobody listen, cares what you I'm think about this. Seeing... <laughs> These girls just gotta stop being naked. On my time. Nobody right. cares, Trav. You're a gay man. We don't care what you think about no. naked women. No, Lizzo. I'm like, you're, at this point, you're sexually harassing us, Lizzo. Stop being naked on my timeline. <laughs> 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 like, I'm scrolling through my phone, seeing her big ass on my timeline naked all the time. Be like, nice. Yo, you know what's they're wild, very, They're very artistic photos. It is a double standard, though, because a guy couldn't do that. A guy no, couldn't because do that. The, the, don't nobody want to see um Trav, what I want to see on my timeline naked. Trav, you don't see any naked guys on your timeline ever? Because I see them on mine. Well, well, let me follow some of the people you follow. You, uh, as a matter of fact, for all you guys that keep on DMing me pictures of yourself naked and with your penis, I'm afford those to oh, Trav. Oh wait, Jeezy, Jeezy forwards me. All the penis pics that, that get sent to Why the hell would you say Why would Jeezy be forwarding you penis pics? Oh, Jeezy. Oh, Jeezy. I thought like, the hell is Jeezy. What? <laughs> like, not, not my Gigi. snow, man. Not my snow. <laughs> <laughs> one, one more thing before I let y'all go, man. Hey, porta potty guy, man. I don't like that. John Stone. His name is Sean Stone. No, no. That's porta potty guy, man. Old fake positive. Peace and blessings, guys. Y'all don't like that. Trap, you shooting at everybody this morning, huh? Goodness I'm going to tell porta potty to put a naked picture on your timeline. <laughs> Bye, Trav. Goodness gracious. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? What up, what up? Who's this? 
Hey, what's up, Taekwon? Get it off your chest. Oh, man. So I brought the Cancun trip to the breakfast club just add water. Okay. Now, so I ain't got nobody to go with. Oops, sorry. Well, wait a minute. The trip, the trip isn't until next year. So yeah, you have until time. June 4th to plenty find time someone. to find somebody, King. All right. So can I petition myself on the radio? Let's see how this goes. All right. Yes, please. We're going to find somebody to go with you. And you're paying? Oh, ain't that beautiful. You sure y'all want to do this? We don't know this guy. He could be, he could be a crazy. He could be a killer, murderer. The we man already paid Listen, for his trip. So we, we, with him regardless. we are not endorsing <laughs> someone. He's going to ask. And if somebody responds, that's on them. All right. Yep. Tay, you got a good job. Underscore T-Y-Y-W. Listen. Wait, can you say that again? Because Envy was talking over you. What's, What's your Instagram again? Underscore T-Y-Y-W. Tay, you got a good job, bro? Clearly he does. He yeah, can afford this trip. T-Y-Y-W. Underscore T-Y-Y-W. Okay. And so you're going to pay for, you want a young lady or a young man to go with you? Oh, young lady, young lady. Oh. Okay, just I, I, I gotta ask. Uncle Charles, it's hard being out here a faithful black man. You know these girls ain't on much. Oh no, it's not. It's not. It's not hard being a faithful black man once you find a good one. So once you find your good it's, one, it's not hard. But you know these young ladies out here are a lot different. It is okay. a whole new. It is a whole new world, sir. Your tag. Your tagline is: Unless you was me, how could you judge me? I was brought up in pain. Y'all can't touch me. That's a rap lyric. Yes, Who is that? Yes, John Carter. Jigga, jigga, jigga. That's yeah. Yep. Oh, look, you've been to the juice bar. Okay. I see you at Juices for Life. I've from it. Okay. I've been around the corner from the juice bar. Oh, and you follow Trav. Uh, okay, all right. You, why are your boys getting so high-pitched? Why are your boys getting so high-pitched? We asked you a simple question. Do you want to take a man or woman to Cancun? You said a woman with confidence. Now your boys is high-pitched when you talk about following Trav. What about taking Trav? Uh, hey, 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 listen, 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 listen. When I had to figure out how to call into the breakfast club, you know, I asked this. And this gave some good advice. I get it. I get it. I, I get it. Why don't you take Trav, though? That's all right. That's all right, sis. Somebody else will take this. All right. Well, Tay, we appreciate you. Ty, 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 we appreciate you, man. And uh, thank you for booking your trip with the Breakfast Club just to add water. We're going to find you a nice young lady. Or Trav. Oh, ain't that wonderful. I mean, wait, wait, wait. One more thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. So I would say. I mean, um... I called up before and shot my shot with DJ Nama tomorrow. Um, can I um, do part two of that and see if that works? No, nope, you're staying away from my niece oh, now. We're not doing all that. <laughs> Goodbye, man. No, we're not, definitely not doing you that. You can't go from Trav to Nyla to but, Trav. But listen, go go to go to the Breakfast Club, justaddwater.com if you want to join us next year on our 10-year anniversary, June 4th to the 8th, um, somewhere in Mexico. Where we at? Riviera Maya. Riviera Maya yes. at the Hard Rock. D'Angelo. Yo, yo, what, what's up, though? What's, what's up, though? How does it feel? Get it off your chest, bro. Hey, I just want to say, DJ Envy, Angela Yee, y'all doing a good job with these interviews. But Charlemagne, yes sir. The last two interviews, man, we needed them. We needed them Charlemagne questions, man. Like yep. what? Stay in sweat. Stay Char- in sweat. Charlemagne on his uh, his holiday season thing now. I I know, I know, man. But we need them Charlemagne questions to Angela Simmons and Ryan from um Black Ink Crew, man. We we needed them them tough tough questions. Well, listen, want I appreciate that, but, um, yeah, it's December, bro. <laughs> I'll be honest with yeah. you. Well, give us a, give us a trying, tough, give us a tough question for Ryan. I'll ask him on, on Twitter. Well, you know, well, okay, we, we want to know, Dad, did he, did, he, did he really smash, smash? Since he's not lying no more, did, did, did you smash, man? Did he smash who? No, he, 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 oh, Kitty. We asked him that. No, 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 no. You you kind of feed around the question. He said that he's never had any relationship with her. He's never had sex with her. No, no, he didn't say all that. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> he 100% did. 
right, okay. All right. Hey, y'all keep doing y'all thing, man. I love y'all, man. We they love you too, my brother. 803 in the house. Metro, what's happening? Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now, we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about Sin Santana. She was on The Real, and she was talking about some comments that she made on lip service and apologizing for them. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Go ahead. What? No, I just want to, I want to say salute to uh, Lauren McCarley from Clover, South Carolina. She sent me a nice little card. It's just a simple card, but she wrote a nice little note in there, and I just want to know, I want her to know that I see her, man. Salute to Lauren McCarley. Drop on the clues bonds for Lauren McCarley. Okay. Clover, South Carolina. That made me feel good this morning, the little note she sent me. Thank you. All right, well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Sin Santana. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On Breakfast Club. So listen up. All right, Sin Santana. Now, she's bringing, well, she was on The Real, and they brought up an episode of Lip Service where Sin Santana was in the midst of a discussion with us about different men and different races, like dating outside of your race, and are there any things you could say, like, what is it like dating this type of guy? And here's what happened on that show. Hispanic men are way more possessive. And yeah. black guys cater to, to us Spanish girls, especially. Like, they, you know what? Let me not even get into Uh-oh, that. Oh, she's going to get herself in trouble now. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be not, like, I didn't it like that, but, you know, black girls going to take it personal. You'll be like, uh-uh. Well, people were really upset about those comments, and she was on The Real actually explaining herself. Here's what she said. That was definitely tough and a learning moment for me. I think what happened was, well, the, we were talking about our experiences with men, different men, races, and ethnicities, and just comparing our experiences. I feel like I poorly articulated myself, and I irresponsibly repeated something that I heard throughout my teenage years. And I think people took that message wrongly. Like, that's not, that's not what I meant. And for that, I do apologize. I have apologized. I would love to talk about it. All right. Um, so. I see what she's saying. She she learned something when she was younger, and she realized that she got older. It wasn't true. Like you know, you're not gonna sit here and act like we all weren't taught things in our coaches that don't serve us anymore. Now that we're older, mm-hmm. I also, also just want to explain because we've had some lip service moments that you know that show is never designed for people to say things that will get them in all kinds of I can't tell. situations and issues. <laughs> but it is a relaxed conversation and people are just, it's like if you're talking to your friends and so there's a lot of things you would say to your friends that you might not say on a different platform. So people were talking about, this is what it's like to date a Hispanic guy. This is what it's like when you date. And so I don't know what her experiences are, but it definitely got her in trouble. I don't think that she for real obviously meant any harm by that. Yeah, and she was wrong simply because, you yeah. know, black men, we we cater to whatever race of woman we are with because we are simply the best. And if you don't have a um, black man, you should get you one because we don't cheat and we cater to our women. Destiny's Child wrote that song, Cater for You, for us, based off our experiences and how we treat us. That's what our, it was. Our, our women that we're with. Okay. Well, speaking of cheating, no, I'm kidding. Um, so, Billy D. Williams, he says that, you know, they, we, they were talking about this interview he did with Esquire magazine where he says that he is gender fluid, and that he uses both male and female pronouns for himself, right? If you guys remember, we reported on that story. He said, mm-hmm. I, I say himself and herself. I also see myself as feminine as well as masculine. And uh, I'm a very soft person. I'm not afraid to show that side of myself. Well, he clarified his comments now in an interview with Undefeated. He said he was simply talking about the ways that men can embrace their feminine side. He said, well, first of all, what the hell is gender fluid? Bro, I want to close my responsibility, Williams. I, I said this when he first said this. I'm That's like, he's 82 years old. Term. You don't know what that is? 
he said, what I was talking about was about men getting in touch with their softer side of themselves. And that's it. So he wasn't really saying that he is gender fluid. He is talking about the sacred masculine and divine feminine energies that exist in all genders. It's about qualities. I don't understand why human beings think because we came from a man and we came from a woman. We have to have both of those energies Within us, we have to have both of those sacred masculine and divine feminine uh, qualities in us. So they just made that up. Well, yes. I think they misinterpreted it more. Because <laughs> That's the world we live in. He misinterpreted it. He didn't ever say that he's gender fluid. He said that he's, he says himself and herself, and he said he sees himself as feminine as well as masculine. They interpreted that as meaning that he's gender fluid. Gender what fluid. he was saying That's is, crazy. I was talking about men getting in touch with the female side of themselves. I wasn't talking should. about sex. I wasn't talking about <laughs> being gay or straight. Billy D said, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Gender fluid. I ain't saying none of that. I don't even know what that means. First of all, that's a new term that just came around the past four or five years. What the hell? When Lando from Star Wars know about some goddamn gender fluidity. He said, whoa. Even when I hear gender fluid, I think they're talking about semen. <laughs> I don't know what the hell they're talking about. But that's interesting. And I was trying to explain to you, Envy, that gender fluid, anyway, regardless of all that, doesn't necessarily mean anything to do with who you're having sex with. It's just. I didn't, no, I didn't say that. I just asked what it was. No, I know, because we I'm had a whole confused. discussion. But, like, but even deeper, y'all really need to uh, pick up books like uh, Soul of the Superior Man or this other book I'm reading right now called The 13 Original uh, Clan Women. And it's about sacred masculine and divine feminine, man. It's just about qualities that exist in in all genders, and you need a healthy balance of both to be a whole human. Well, Billy Dee Williams said that you should read Carl G. Jung, who was a psychiatrist, mm -hmm. and that's mm -hmm. who he was referencing. He said it would be an interesting education for a lot of people. All right, now let's talk about uh, Takashi 69. Prosecutors have filed a request for a lighter sentence. It's official. So they're asking for some leniency. We'll see what happens. Uh, the feds do say that 6ix9ine walked them through his social media posts to provide context for the criminal actions of the, quote, gang. And he's been very cooperative, so the judge will determine if the sentence will be lighter than... I bet you he's out before Christmas. No, I'm, I think he gets three to you. five times. So if you know no. there was this other guy, the last person that they, um, they sentenced, he was snitching too, and they gave him 20 years. Yeah, I bet you. I bet he was you, down with the trade weight gang. He was snitching with 6ix9ine. I bet you he's out before 20, Christmas. Three to five with time service. He's done a year already. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, we got front page news coming up. Yes. Let's talk about George Zimmerman. He is suing Trayvon Martin's parents for $100 million. Wow. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee? Uh, well, let's talk about the impeachment hearings, right? Mm -hmm. And what happened yesterday. We'll just give you some cliff notes. So Professor Noah Feldman, and he's a, a professor at Harvard, he spoke about Trump being impeached and this whole impeachment process and whether or not he should be impeached. And here's what he said. If the president uses his office for personal gain, the only recourse available under the Constitution is for him to be impeached because the president cannot be, as a practical matter, charged criminally while he is in office because the Department of Justice works for the president. So the only mechanism available for a president who tries to distort the electoral process for personal gain is to impeach him. That is why we have impeachment. All right. In, in addition to that, Jerry Nadler explains why impeachment needs to be considered now. He's the Judiciary Committee chairman. The patriots who founded our country were not fearful men. They fought a war. They witnessed terrible violence. They overthrew a king. But as they met to frame our Constitution, those patriots still feared one threat above all, foreign interference in our elections. They were deeply worried that we would lose our newfound liberty 
not through a war, but through corruption from within. Now, University of North Carolina Law School professor Michael Gerhard also said, uh, if, if what we're talking about isn't impeachable, then nothing is impeachable. That's, that's a fact. Right. In addition to that, Stanford law professor Pam Carlin came under fire for her remarks about Baron Trump. The Constitution says there can be no titles of nobility. So while the president can name his son Baron, he can't make him a Baron. Now, Melania Trump took offense to that, and she tweeted, a minor child deserves privacy and should be kept out of politics. Pamela Carlin, you should be ashamed of your very angry and obviously biased public pandering and using a child to do it. So she did actually apologize. Pamela Carlin, I want to apologize for mentioning the president's son. It was wrong for me to do that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he gets impeached. I don't think that ever gets to a Republican Senate. And uh, Republicans have shown me they care about the party more than the country. So I don't think it's going to happen. All right. Now, George Zimmerman is suing Trayvon Martin's parents and others for $100 million. He believes there was a conspiracy to frame him, and that's why he wants that money. His attorney, Larry Klayman, and just as a sidebar, Klayman was the one who filed several lawsuits in the past, including a birther lawsuit that claimed that President Barack Obama couldn't be president because he wasn't a natural-born citizen, which, of course, you all know he is. Mm -hmm. All right. So according to this uh, lawsuit, the chief allegation is that Ben Crump, who's a civil rights attorney, uh, actually helped swap out a witness who was very reluctant, Brittany Diamond Eugene, for her half-sister, Rachel, and helped prepare her to deliver a script that was intended to land Zimmerman in prison for killing Trayvon Martin. And that's his main issue that he's saying. He's saying there was a plan that was made in a three-minute phone call. Now, of course, Ben Crump responded to this, and he said, I have every confidence that this unfounded and reckless lawsuit will be revealed for what it is, another failed attempt to defend the indefensible and a shameless attempt to profit off the lives and grief of others. This plaintiff continues to display a callous disregard for everyone but himself, re-victimizing individuals whose lives were shattered by his own misguided actions. He would have us believe that he is the innocent victim of a deep conspiracy despite the complete lack of any credible evidence to support his outlandish claims. Listen, it's very hard not to want to see something really bad happen to George Zimmerman. Like when I heard Jay-Z say, y'all killed X but let Zimmerman live, I feel him 100%. Even though I don't want to put that kind of energy out there, it's hard not to think that. So when I hear a story like what you just reported, I don't know what to think other than why is George Zimmerman still here? But karma does not have an expiration date. Whether it's uh, tomorrow, a year from now, five years from now, ten years from now, it will come back. Hey, to we've me. been waiting for karma for a long time with right. that gentleman. Not I mean, really. the fact that he sold well, the gun. Well, I hope he's, he's living doing a, a lot. miserable life. Well, you, I hope so. When you say long time, not really, because karma has no expiration date. When it comes, mm-hmm. it's gonna come. It's we, gonna keep. We needed to come pretty fast with him. Like mm-hmm. he, and you know, he oh. hasn't been charged in anything. Zimmerman, he's <laughs> been. You kinky. Wow. He's been arrested. I don't know how you turned that into that, but wow. Okay. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's that? been arrested several times in alleged domestic incidents. He hasn't been charged and. That's about it, you know? But, yes, I do believe that karma is going to continue doing its thing. I believe in that. All right? I'm Angela Yee. looking at me like that, Joe? I can see why you would want to get it over fast with him. That's all. You, I can see why. He said he was gay. So what? Yo, you are kinky this morning. I don't know what's wrong with you. All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, when we come back, 800-585-1051, we were talking about Chipotle. Mm-hmm. Now, what happened with Chipotle, Yeezy? Well, Chipotle, uh, according to what they, this is their policy. If you call out sick from Chipotle, they have nurses that will do a call in to check on you to make sure that you are indeed sick. I think it's dope. Not just hungover. Uh, their real purpose for that, they said, is not to try to expose you or catch you out there, but basically to make sure that 
you haven't gone to a restaurant, prepared food and been sick and potentially gotten the food contaminated Mm -hmm. or that there's no type of problem in the restaurant that could harm other people. Uh, For people who don't have health care, that's great. You work at a place and you get sick and they send a nurse to come check on you. But I don't think they're checking on you to help you. I just think they're just coming to see if you're sick. Like, okay, he's really sick and then keep it moving. I don't think they're going to. That's it? Yeah, I don't think they're going to. She's going to diagnose me and then that's it? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. you're sick. Bye. I think it's more for the company, not for you. Well, they said there was a norovirus uh, outbreak at a chain in Virginia that was due to an unenforced sick policy. So sick employees were preparing the food. Yeah, so you're sick, stay your ass home. They're not helping you. Why can't you just take my word for it? No, they want to make sure you're not lying. And they might also want to make sure that in case you are for real sick, that it didn't spread in the restaurant to the food that and make it contaminated. I don't know. All right. It sounds crazy because do they do that at every restaurant? No. Let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Uh-huh. What are some excuses you use not to go to work? Mm. Some lies that you told. I always say that if you are going to call out sick, just give as little details as possible. And if you're ha- not sick. You have you ever, be like, I don't feel good. Have you ever got caught for lying? Have you lied and say, hey, I was this... Or I was that and then got caught up in it as well. And then you were on Facebook living your best life on vacation. And it depends what, what you do for a living, right? What you mean? Because we're in the radio business, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if we get super drunk one night or we're right. out late to a party and we oversleep, that's just what it is. You know what I mean? And I think that anybody that's in this business will <laughs> no, understand that. That's not what it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, I, I'm drunk. I ain't coming to work today. Uh, yes, I and was anyway, drunk. And anyway, isn't a hangover I'm too, being I'm sick? I'm too drunk to come to work this morning. Would you want me on the air wilding? Is having a hangover I'm, I'm considered being sick? You said what? Isn't having mm. a hangover considered being no. sick? No. No, because that's self-inflicted. Because like you, you could be throwing sick. up. That's self-inflicted. Yeah, but you made yourself sick. It's, that's what self-inflicted means. What if you got alcohol poisoning? That's sick. That's making yourself sick. You're drinking, you're drinking like that to yeah, get you, sick. that's self-inflicted. Well, 800-585-1051. Some excuses you use not to go to work. You somebody have... somebody get Marinelle on the phone. Amizi, because Amizi had the stupidest excuse I've ever heard <laughs> I in the history of I think we talked about it on the air, so we can talk about it when yeah, we come I mean, back. No, we need to call him and let him explain himself. He <laughs> might still be sleeping, but that was absolutely positively And when you lied, you, 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 you can't backtrack. You goddamn right I made him go tell the truth, because there was just a stupid lie to be telling people. We'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out, pull out your phone. Call in right now. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club. Break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about something that Chipotle is doing it. Yes, Chipotle. Chipotle. What's it called? How you combine Chick Fil A and Chipotle? Chick Fil A. What's wrong with you, bro? That's like a really classy restaurant. I get a number one with cheese and rice and beans. Chipotle. What's wrong with you? Chipotle. We're talking about what happened with Chipotle. Explain to the people what happened. Yeah. So if you call out sick, they have nurses on call that will do a check in with you to make sure that you're really sick and not hungover. So we're asking eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. What are some excuses you use not to go to work? And if you lied. Have you ever got caught? Now, we used to work with a guy called M. Easy. He used to do the boards up here for us. Let's call him up because he had one of the illest the stories. story that I ever heard in my life. And then Charlemagne made him go tell the truth. Because it was so stupid. It's like, yo, I can't even work with somebody who would tell a lie like this. It's the same lie that guys tell when they don't come home at night. My goodness. Let's call, let's call him now. <laughs> Hello? Amizi! Marinel. Oh, this is not good. Yes, it is, baby. Good morning, brother. <laughs> we have a well, conversation on well, here and your name came up. Uh, first of all, Marinel, how are you feeling? 
I'm, I'm good. Good morning, Aaron. You're not let's, sick, let's right? Let's introduce Marinelle. Marinelle, is, 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 his radio name is M-Easy. Correct. Uh, he works here at Power 105.1 in New York. He used to be our board op on The Breakfast Club. Right. Now he board ops for Miss Angie Martinez, the he Queen also, Angie I'm Martinez. Her producer, I'm her producer. Her producer. My That's bad. Right. My bad. He also does weekends. He recently got married and just had a, another baby, so congratulations to him on that. Yes. There you go. Yes. Stroke his ego before you go in. But... You know, Here we, go. we were having this conversation about some excuses you use not to go to work. <laughs> and when you lied, have you ever got caught? Now, have that, has that ever happened to you, M. Easy? Uh, yes, it's happened to me. Now, you, either you can tell the story or I'm going to tell the story. And you know if I tell the story, I'm going to put some sauce on it. So go ahead. Go ahead and tell your version of the story, Charlamagne. Go ahead. Well, Marinelle was out living his best life best one life. night. Yep. Uh, he was at a strip club, and he was tweeting about how, you know, him and DJ First Choice are going to be the next Envy and DJ Pro Style. That's right. And uh, it's our time. That's right. And then the next morning, M-Easy doesn't show up to work. Gone. So I'm like, where the hell is M-Easy at? Would you like to take it from here, or would you like for me to keep going? Keep going, Charlamagne. I like this story so, better. And me, and me, I'm like, where's Amizi? Where's Amizi? Amizi says he's in jail. He's in jail. He texts right? us. He's in jail. He says he says he says he's in jail. So he was goes, he? I'm like, well, you in you in jail? So he comes in. He goes, well, they didn't actually arrest me. They just threw me in the back of the police car and took me down to the station to talk to me. Okay, okay. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I you in my defense. Yes. <laughs> in my defense. I was nervous. I, I'm, I'm usually a worker that's always at work. I don't miss days for nothing. That's not my style. So I got He's Haitian. Because, because, again, I slept through a shift that I should have been up, and I was partying a while in the night before. So I panicked. And he told he told the bosses, right? He told our coach, Dia Mitchum. That's right. He told her that he had got arrested and all of that BS, and they put him in the back of the police car. Correct. And he came in here and told <laughs> us the story. So, Why so did what? you just say you weren't feeling good? Again, I panicked. <laughs> so this way it gets worse. What did I tell you, M.E.Z., when you told us that story? What did I tell you? Don't go back there and lie to that look at you crazy. Don't act like your phone breaking up now. I said, if that's the lie you told to them people back there, your ass is about to get fired. So and, he, I be, and I believed so you, you M.E.Z., just so you know. I knew he was lying. So Charlemagne made him go back there and say, look, I was lying to y'all. I was scared. Here's the truth. That's right. And he got suspended. You got suspended for a week. <laughs> but guess what? Four or five years later, you still got a job. You know he why? He actually got a promotion. You really. know why? Because that black woman we got there back there named Coach Dia Mitchum, she understands. And even though she knew you was full of BS, she's kept your black ass hair, right? This is true. All right. So ain't no, what's the point of lying? So what's the moral of the story, M-E-Z? Um, there's two morals. Don't go and get drunk the night before tweeting crazy. Um, and two, tell the truth. That's oh, it. There you go. Look at him raising his son Come on, right. give me one of them Abu Gabis. Sakpase! <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, we'll see you later on, man. I like no boo too. I just man. want to tell you something. Charlemagne's been very kinky this morning. Just going to give you that heads up. And, and, and hold on. Can we talk about your print? I'm hearing you and the surgeon box of print stuff. <laughs> Me? My print? What are you talking about? That was guys, about, guys, that was about as bad a segue with me with Serge. You just said, hey, Envy, can we talk about your print? Like, you know, I'm a, matter of fact, I'm going to cut out the Serge part and just leave that. Watch the editing. Watch the editing on this. Gosh, you guys are kicking. <laughs> 800-585-1051. We want to hear your story. What's some excuses you use not to go to work? And when you lied, did you ever get caught? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Can we talk about your print? Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us... We're talking about Chipotle. And what happened with Chipotle, Yee? Uh, so they do this, uh, they have this policy where if you call out sick, they have nurses on call that will actually make sure you're sick and not hungover. All right, well, let's go to the phone lines. What are some excuses you use not to go to work? Marcus, good morning. 
What's going on, man? What's going on, man? Now, what's an excuse you use not to go to work, bro? Man, you know what's so crazy? I feel so bad, man, because I just used an excuse this morning. You know what I'm saying? And then y'all talked about this on the radio. I, I told my boss this morning, man, that I was getting up this morning, man, taking my son to school, and, and he jumped out of bed and dislocated his shoulder. <laughs> Why would you lie on your son like that? Oh See, I don't like gosh. I don't like doing those kind of lies because I think that it'll actually happen in real it'll life. Happen. Yeah, See, and I'm so, that's, I feel so bad. I believe in karma. Just like how y'all talked about everything y'all talked about this morning. I was just saying to myself, like, no lie. <laughs> well, how are we supposed to believe you? You always know somebody's lying when they say no lie. Thank you, bro. Hello, who's this? It's Marcus. Another Marcus. All right, Marcus. <laughs> what lie did you tell to, to not go to work, bro? Well, I told the people that my mama had surgery. Mm. Two weeks later, my mama pops in the store, and they're like, oh, how you doing after your surgery? And she was like, I ain't had no surgery. Oh, my God. So what happened to you? Nothing. I was a good worker. This guy. Oh, my goodness. All right, bro. Moral is, don't believe anyone named Marcus. Hey, what's up, man? I'm right here, King. The God, what's going on, man? Hey, what's we still got to get that Christmas uh, cream going, man. Yeah. I'm DMs, man. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm ready. I want to I wanna buy a Krispy Kreme. All right. Thank you, bro. All right, y'all, y'all, y'all hold down. Gabby, good morning, Gabby. Good morning. Now, what lie did you tell her not go to work? Um, I said that I was at a funeral, uh-huh. and I ended up getting flown out to L.A. So I was in L.A., but they thought I was at a funeral. Who flew you wow. out to L.A.? You got flewed out, girl? I got flewed out. So okay. you, had to, you had to lie and say somebody was dead to get some d- No, 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 no. What you mean flew out then? Someone had died, but it was like two weeks prior. Oh, so you ain't, I mean, that's technically not a lie. But you weren't at a funeral. She wasn't at a funeral. But it's a lie. But it's a worse lie when you actually say somebody died that didn't die and you was at their funeral. eh. So what you're saying, karma can't really affect it because he already did? Exactly. It was just a finesse. A finesse. I I agree with that. Okay. How was the though? What? Why are you asking her? (laughs) <laughs> I asked you a legit question. How was the sex? Was it worth the lie? I didn't have sex. Well, can you pass? So if somebody pa- just flew you out for no reason? Yes, it was for business. Can you pass Charlamagne you that guy's lying. number, please? <laughs> Why would you lie? You still lie. You're just a liar. Hello, who's this? Oh, this I want to be anonymous for this one. Okay. Right. It's the radio, sir. Nobody said I, sees I lied this morning. Give, yeah. give a fake name, bro. Now, now, what did you lie about to miss work, bro? All right, yo, man, I just want to say that I, I, I'm probably the master finesse at, at calling out and getting paid for it, man. I got a plug for the hospitals so I can call, so I can call out and get my doctor's note, and probably all my family members at least died twice. Where you from, bro? I'm from Brooklyn. Where? Where you work at? Brooklyn, you know how don't we do. <laughs> Where you work at, King? He better not work don't at the worry, juice bar. Don't worry about it, Mr. God. Don't worry about it. Sir. I just I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I don't I don't like you playing the way you playing because like you're playing with sickness and you're playing with people dying, bro. Like you're, that energy can come back right. to you. I'm not telling you. I, I'm not telling you that it was wrong. It definitely is wrong. Right? He's he like, said I, it's wrong. I'm wrong, but, but it happened. <laughs> but why go so extreme with the lie? Like I don't think because no one do questions that much. it when it's yeah, extreme. When it's that extreme. nobody's gonna make that up. Thank you, bro. You can't you can't ask nobody, but like somebody really died. I'm going to fire you because you just got hard luck. I study the 40 law, the power, 40 law, the power. They avoid unhappy and unlucky people. I'm like, damn, everybody around you dying all the time? Everybody around you sick? I don't want this kind of energy around me. My goodness. I think it's time for the company to move in another direction. 800-585-1051. If you just joined us, we're asking, what are some excuses you use not to go to work? What's some lies that you've told? And have you ever got caught lying? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Chipotle. You want to tell people what's going on with Chipotle? Yes, if you're an employee and you call out sick, they have nurses on call that can actually verify that you're sick and not hungover. I don't... What's the question? <laughs> what are some lies you told not to go to work? I don't I don't have a reason to lie. Like, we grown. Like, I overslept this week. Like, I flew to L.A. because my partner, Tiffany Haddish, turned 40, so I went to her B-Day party, and it was a party that actually started early, like 6 p.m., so I'm like, I'll go to the party, I'll wake up 2 a.m. L.A. time, go do the show... Well, but I overslept. And the time it took me to get to the station, I would have been there for like 30 minutes and it, it, I had to leave to catch my flight. So I'm just like, y'all overslept. Mm. Like, there's no, like, there's no reason to lie. Well, for myself, I don't, I, don't, I don't have to lie because I'm usually here. So what, what lie do I have to tell? I, I, don't don't think I, I don't think I've ever called out sick here. No? Mm-mm. We're grown. Like, you know, but I, once again, our circumstances are different because of the, the lifestyle that goes with this radio thing. Well, you know one I mean? of my best friends, I'm not going to name her name because it's a bad lie that she told, but she's an attorney. If you know me, you'll know who she is. And she actually was looking for a new job and she told her boss that she had jury duty, which is a terrible lie for an attorney to tell. And he ended up being in court and calling her and saying, hey, I'm here. Where are you? See, now I got to fire you. I gotta, I, I'm got I'm not firing you for, you know, being late. I'm firing you for you lying. lying right? You know, she didn't, get fi- she didn't get fired. That's crazy. Oh, she didn't. She was looking for a new job anyway, so I don't think she would have cared, but she did, didn't end up getting fired. Hello, who's this? This is Destiny from Virginia. Hey, Destiny, we're talking about lying to take off of work. Have you did it? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so what, what did you lie? What did you say? Well, like, I need a mental health day because I was working at Walmart and customer service during the holidays, and people are crazy. No, well, no, there's nothing wrong that's with that. Lie. You can do that. I'm, getting, I'm definitely I'm definitely need some mental health days in my contract. That's the truth. Yeah, so I just called them and I told them. I was like, well, my heart ain't in it, so I'm not coming in today. Wow. That's real, though. Yo, my I respect heart ain't that. in it. How can you not respect that? My goodness. You're being honest. My heart ain't my in it. My heart ain't in it. I ain't mad at you. Yo, I would rather crazy. you not. I would rather you stay home than come to work and half-ass do your job because your heart like ain't it. in it. I just don't gracious. feel Thank like you, Mama. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Angie. Hey, Angie. We're talking some lies you told to get off of work. People what, named what, Angie don't lie. What, what, what did you tell? Exactly. Thank you, Angela. No and problem, it is Angela. <laughs> so, look, in some states, you're not required to give an explanation. Right. You just can't Illinois. make it. You're from where? Yeah, I'm from Illinois. I'm currently in Florida, so I'm not a crazy Floridian, but I'm from Chicago. And in in Illinois, you're not required to give an explanation. So I would just call and say, I'm not coming today. If you need to reach me, here's my number. Mm -hmm. See ya. And you probably have a certain amount of sick days, like everyone does, that you can take. Exactly. For me, if I don't have sick days, if I don't want to go in, I'm not going. I don't blame you. All right. Well, what's the... Man ain't gonna break me. Okay. Well, thank you, Mama. So, what's the moral of the story, guys? The moral of the story is a single lie discovered is enough to create doubt in every truth. So, when you are that employee who lies about, you know, being late to work for whatever reason, when you get caught in that lie, your 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 your, your boss will never ever trust you ever ever again. Okay. Ever. Now, yeah, we got rumors on the way. Yes, and we're going to talk about someone who I'm sure Charlemagne wants to sit down with one on one and has some questions for. Her. Okay. We'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Really wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You ever work with somebody like I, there's something really wrong with our camera guy? Oh, so he just Steven, says he yeah. just says stuff out the blue. He's a broken white man, <laughs> and it's sad. You know, I mean, it's sad for a white man to be that Yo. broken. I mean, come on, man. You guys have been, you know, the supremacists for such a long time. <laughs> You've been on top of civilization for such a long time. And just to see this broken white man in here every day is just sad. Out of nowhere, he just said, "Can I see your print?" I'm like, "Who are you talking to?"
Yeah, see, that's, but see, that's that last little bit of entitlement and privilege he feels like he has to ask you that type of question. That's all he can hold on to. All right. All right. Well, we are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Broken white men are the worst. <laughs> Let's get to the... I mean, just such a waste of good white skin. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk a new documentary. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Apple TV Plus announced a new documentary they've acquired, and it's about a former music executive's Me Too journey. That executive is Drew Dixon, who alleged multiple instances of misconduct by Russell Simmons. So Oprah is going to be executive producing that, and it's directed by Kirby Dick and Amy Ziering. So should be interesting. Yikes. (laughs) I know. Listen. What did Russell do to Oprah? I don't know. Maybe Jesus. she's more concerned about, did Russell do this to these women? Mm. How many women are speaking on this documentary? But well, this know? is more about uh, Drew Dixon, the mm. woman who accused Russell and her journey. So it's not like a R. Kelly docuseries. It's more focused on one person and her journey. I hope they talk to Russell Simmons. Yeah, because, I mean, it's, that's only one side of the story, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's always two sides of the story in situations like that. So if you have Drew Dixon tell her side, then you have to have Russell tell his side if he wants to, right? Uh, that, that would only be fair journalism. I'm not saying that they aren't. So who knows? They just made this announcement, and they actually have not responded to anybody's request for comments yet. Is Russell Simmons even here in in, in the States? Uh, I don't know where he is at this moment, mm. but he's been here. Since I thought he was then. like in Bali or something like that. All right, now let's talk about Will Smith. Uh, he actually was talking to his talking about his Aladdin co-star Mina. Now uh, Mina Masood says that he's been having a very difficult time getting roles. He actually hasn't had any auditions since Aladdin was released, even though that movie crossed the one billion dollar mark. He said, "I'm kind of tired of staying quiet about it. I want people to know that it's not always dandelions and roses when you're doing something like Aladdin. He must have made millions. He must be getting all these offers. It's none of those things. I haven't had a single audition since Aladdin came out. The big truth is, I haven't really seen a big anything from Aladdin. All right, so here is what Will Smith had to say. He was uh, questioned by people about what he thought about those statements. The thing about uh, this business that is not unlike life, it's hard by design. So if you're having a hard time, it's because you're supposed to be. Mm. And that difficulty is overcome by patience and by commitment, by Mm. dedication, endurance. Dropping the clues bombs from Big Willie. Mm-hmm. That's real. Like, life isn't easy. Like, stop letting social media make you think life isn't hard. This is what happens when you're too busy looking at people's highlight reels and you, you're not looking at the, the failures and you're not seeing right. the actual process well, that's and the losses and, and the mistakes. And yes. That's this day and age because you can see it on Instagram. You see people winning and you why, why am I not winning? Well, did you see what it took them to get there? Bro, 10 years ago, I was 31 years old living back with my mother in Monk's Corner, South Carolina with a one-year-old daughter. All right? And my now wife was living back at home with her mom. Ten years later, I'm doing okay in life. All yeah. right? We've all been through that grind. All right, now, and that was after the fourth firing. Now let's get okay. to some exciting things. Jason Derulo, he posted a picture. Uh, who's, our lives are exciting. Huh? Our lives are exciting. <laughs> let's get to some exciting things. Our lives are exciting. I wrote two New York Times bestsellers about it. Dropping a clues bar for that too, God damn it. Can I do my rumors? Okay. It's not Thank all you. about you. It's not. All right, yes, now, it is. this is about you though. <laughs> Because Jason Derulo actually posted a picture that was removed by Instagram due to aroused genitalia. That was the reason why they removed what he, it. See, well, he had a hard penis. That's not fair. 
That's not fair. I've seen Kim Kardashian's She breasts. doesn't have a penis. No. Yeah, but I've seen her nipples I've hard. I've seen her nipples so hard. So that means she's aroused. On Instagram before. And I blocked. I tried to block that page. I commented that page. You I replied that her? page. And nothing has happened to her. It's not fair. Well, Jason Derulo also doesn't think it's fair that Instagram took that picture down because it goes against community guidelines. And here's what he said. Instagram took down my body pic. All these girls be on Instagram showing their ass and all kind of crazy and I got underwear on and they took my pic down. It's discrimination. I seen Kim like, K. I understand. Oh, I can't help my side. I seen Kim K's He nipples. can't help his size. I reported it and it was still up there. He's absolutely right. That's I, not right. I, I don't even say you can debate him on that. He's absolutely right. Is that all Not you? Not to say I was looking for his eggplant or anything like that, <laughs> but I'm just telling you what I did, and her picture was still up there. Jason Derulo is absolutely right. What are they going to do to fix this? Fix this? We can't allow, allow this type of discrimination to happen. <laughs> well, you guys need to write some letters and be like, we want this Jason Derulo picture back. No, I just think that it should be a. It should be. It should be. It should. I don't, I don't like the double standard. Exactly. If you can be on uh -huh. the, uh, social media with your nipples hard, you should be able to be on social media with your penis hard. <laughs> yeah, you I, should. I, I guess. <laughs> All right. Now let's uh, talk about. Walking your meat. Was that all you? <laughs> <laughs> That's the next sit down. I <laughs> right. Jay Drill. He actually mentioned me in a song one time. <laughs> well, what song? Okay. What did he say? Was that what he the took name his of the picture? He said, it was, he said something like Charlemagne. I forgot what record that was. But he said something, something like Charlemagne. Okay. That penis yeah. to do that to you, man. <laughs> all right, now it's all about me. Kid Rock, actually, um, <laughs> if you guys recall, he had an issue with Oprah, and remember, he did this rant on stage. Now that's we need a documentary. <laughs> Hit him, Oprah. Stop this. Don't get him. <laughs> Here it is. I'm, not a bad guy. I'm just an honest guy that says, "Hey, I like Oprah Winfrey or Troy Payhart. I think it's some sideways. Oprah Winfrey." <laughs> that was at his own bar. Right? He said he was racist. And He's racist. Well, you know what? Since then, you guys know he has this restaurant made in America at Little Caesars Arena in Detroit. Well, guess what? That has not been renewed. So that restaurant will be gone in April <laughs> after this fast, happened. Boy. Now, Kid Rock elaborated on uh, his tweet in a Facebook post. He said, I will not be renewing my licensing agreement for my made in Detroit restaurant this you ain't April. You got no choice. Yeah. I appreciate all who have patronized our place and still have much love for the city of Detroit and the people organizations that I've helped there for years, black, white, whatever, but learned long ago, go where you're celebrated, not tolerated. Dropping a clues bomb for Oprah Winfrey. He must not ass. know the power that Oprah Winfrey has and possesses. Okay? I guess the millions of dollars I pumped into that town was not enough. No. Nope. <laughs> Your money is nothing compared to I will let the National Oprah's. Action Network and others go ahead and take the wheel now. Good luck. The National Action Network? Yeah, I That's guess a he black has. organization. Yes. I guess he's saying they had issues with him, so he's like, y'all take the wheel now. Oh, Oprah got it shut down and gave it to a black organization? <laughs> Drop on a clues no, bomb no, no, for no. Oprah. Oprah Shut him down, store down, and gave it to the, a black organization. Yes, Ooh, it's gonna be a soul food restaurant now. Then he started made in Africa. That's then he said, "P.S. <laughs> hey, Al Sharpton, you or your cronies will never beat me. You tax evading, race baiting clown, Trump 2020. You got beat uh -oh. already." Kid Rock, Kid Rock you're out of don't here. get mad because Oprah took your restaurant and gave it to the National Action Network. <laughs> it's not okay, it's gonna be pictures of Reverend Al Sharpton everywhere, all over there. All right, all right. I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. Ah, uh, you gotta love Oprah, man. All right, celebrate. Yes, who are you giving that down to? Some uh, this is a guy named Tim Ryan who doesn't understand uh, black excellence. Okay, all right. He needs to come to the front of the congregation. He's a radio analyst. We'd like to have a word with him. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
Just don't be a donkey, because right now you want some real donkey shit. It's time for donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, hit me with the heat. Did she get donkey today? Please tell me. I have become donkey of the day. Breakfast Club, bitches. You're a donkey. Yeah, it's donkey today for Thursday, December 5th. Goes to a radio analyst in San Francisco named Tim Ryan. Now, it's always hard to give any type of media personality donkey today because if you talk for a living, eventually you're going to say something that offends people. You're going to say something that's going to piss people off. You're going to say something that people find strange. But that's what makes for good radio, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I personally want everyone to be their true authentic selves when they're on the radio, and I want them to tell me what they think and nothing else. And that's exactly what Tim Ryan did when he made comments about Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson on a radio show Monday. But you know what I always say about free speech. You can say what you want, but you know you are not exempt from the consequences of said free speech, okay? Tim Ryan was on KNBR in San Francisco, and he was speaking on Lamar Jackson being really good at the fake in football. Uh, and this white man, he is white, Tim Ryan, uh, he has reasoning as to why he thinks Lamar Jackson is so good at the fake. Can we hear it, please? He's really good at that fake, yeah. Lamar Jackson. But when you, you consider that when he's his dark skin color with a dark football, with a dark uniform, you could not see that thing. I mean, you literally could not see when he was in and out of the match point. Excuse me? <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> Yo, man. Steve! Steve, our cameraman, is a fool, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's over there shrugging like, guess ah, he ain't got a point. No! Listen, we from the hood. Uh, we've all made dark skin jokes like this amongst each other as a culture. I mean, your mama's so black, she was riding a motorcycle and got a ticket for tenant windows. Uh, we've told a dark skin person, go in the room, turn the lights off, and close your eyes, no one will see you. But here's the thing. I'm black. And those are jokes, okay? Tim Ryan is white, and he's dead serious. He thinks that Lamar Jackson is good at the fake because the ball, which isn't even the complexion of a black king, is the same color as his uniform, okay? Tim's exact words was dark skin color, dark football, dark uniform. The Ravens' jerseys are purple, which is another joke we would use on dark skin brothers and sisters when we were kids, and that's your, that's your, uh, you're so black, you're purple. Blurple is what we would call it. Can we hear that one more time? Let's just hear it one more time. He's really good at that fake, yeah. Lamar Jackson. But when you, you consider that when he's his dark skin color with a dark football, with a dark uniform, you could not see that thing. I mean, you literally could not see when he was in and out of the match point. I'm, I'm, was, uh, the jersey was black when they played the, the 49. Well, even even still, right. purple, black, whatever. Okay, last time that I checked, uh, word the Nipsey Hustle, the NFL consisted of 70% black players. All right, the Ravens are not the only team with dark uniforms. Why aren't black players on the Oakland Raiders good at the fake? Why aren't the Pittsburgh Steelers black players good at the fake? <laughs> Why aren't the New Orleans Saints players good at the fake? All their uniforms are black. Tim Ryan, this is why you have to measure twice to cut once. You called into KNBR, so that means you gave this some thought. I could tell when you was talking, you even hesitated a little because you had thought about it, and you was like, should I say this out loud? All right, before you said it, you had to know before that left your mouth that wasn't something you should say. It is amazing to me that white people still don't understand black excellence. Like, Tim, if this was a game of hot potato, you would be warm because you're close, okay? Lamar Jackson's skin color does have something to do with why he's so good at the fake because those extraordinary abilities you see that you can't explain, they come from that melanin, all right? As I told you in my first New York Times bestselling book, uh, being black is indeed a privilege. It's an honor. This melon is magical, and some things just can't be explained. And when you try to explain and give credit to anything else other than just pure black excellence, 
you end up sounding like you sounded. Uh, please let Kathy Griffin give Tim Ryan the biggest hee-haw. Please give this giant jar of mail the biggest hee-haw. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm mad that he shares the same name as my man uh, Tim Ryan, who's a congressman in Ohio. Drop on the clues bombs for my man Tim Ryan. That's a good white guy right there. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Now, when we come back, ask you. Steven, what's on your mind? Measure twice to cut one, Steve. Think about it. Christmas is right around the corner. It's just going to be you he and your dog. Like he's good at faking. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> well, why are white people are so good at hockey? Why are white people so good at hockey? The ice, right? Because what? Okay, okay. All right, Steve. Steve said white people are so good at hockey. Don't do it. Because they my God versus my enemy. No, ice and white. Oh, it's not two different type of whites. I don't know where Steve's going, but anyway. Ask ye. I'm just trying to lift Steve up as much as I can. I hate a broken white man. It, All is, right. it, it depresses me. Ask Yee is next. You got a question for Yee. Call her now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. What, 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 what you want to know? Baby mama issues? Need some words of wisdom? Call up now for Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. <laughs> Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? This is Jante. How y'all doing this morning? Good hey, morning. Jante. What's your question for Yee? My grandfather just passed in July. He was the man of my life. Um, he held down the family for two generations now. We had a house in the family for three generations. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, his children are not the best children. My mom and my two uncles. My mom's a pushover. My uncles are bums. They lived in the house. Mm-hmm. And because they broke and refused to get a job, they now want to sell the house. Uh. And I want to keep the house in the family. So I offered to get a loan to become their landlord so they could keep the house, but they refused to do that because they don't want to split it four ways. Do you have any advice for me? Otherwise, I probably won't have a family after this because I'll be done with them. Well, yeah, I mean, you know what, Jante? I think your solution would have been great, but obviously they're not into that. And you don't really have, they, they're they the ones that the house got left to, not you, right? Technically, yes. Yeah, so well, technically my mom, but again, she's a pushover. So. If so, she's a push, pushover for them. You need to be talking to your mom then and not to your uncles. Um, I if, talked to her. We don't have the best relationship. She hung mm-hmm. up on me last week, and we haven't talked since. So. How much do they want to... So what you need to figure out is, A, how much do they want to sell the house for? And B, how much would they sell the house to you for? And then if they sell the house to you and you decide that because you want to keep it, is there a way that you can get a loan to buy the whole house? Yes. I could get a loan to buy the house, but it's, they're gentrifying in that area right now. Mm-hmm. So what area? area goes for like two or three pounds. Huh? What area? Um, East Nashville. East Nashville. Okay, because okay. what might be a good idea for you is to see if they'll at least sell the house to you for mm-hmm. a lower price without having to deal with the realtor, without having to put it on the market so there's no competition where you're not bidding against somebody else, and that might be the solution. Mm-hmm. Would you want to live in the house yourself? Um, I didn't want to live in the house until I fixed it up because it's only two bedrooms, one bath, and uh-huh. I have two children. Mm-hmm. But if I have to just to keep my childhood home, I absolutely would because my grandparents raised me. Okay, would so- you, I have no problem sacrificing. Would you be willing to buy the house and then rent it out also if you don't want to live there? Absolutely. Okay. So, 
So let's see if you can get a loan and buy the whole house and see if they'll at least compromise as far as selling the house to you but not putting it on the market, not having to pay all those fees to a realtor, and letting you get a loan from the bank and just pay them out. I think that might be okay. the only solution. Because I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, you might be really annoyed if you try to go in with them and they're still living there because I feel like they won't even pay you the money they're supposed to pay you. Or... They probably not, and that's a part of the problem. Yeah, or what so you do is you create an LLC, right? Okay. And you create an LLC, call it whatever you want, and then you make an offer so they don't even have to know that you're actually buying the house, and you just buy the house, so that way they can never be like, well, let me live here a little longer, or you have problems getting your family members out. But if it's in the LLC, it won't be in your name and nobody will know. And you just make them an offer. And like he said, there'll be no realtor agent. You have to pay no realtor fees. It'll be none of that. You just buy it straight and keep it moving. I'm going to look into that. I appreciate that. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, I don't I don't think that you should go in on it with them because I don't feel like they seem like the type of people who would keep up their end of the bargain. And Nashville's a booming market. I keep hearing about Nashville's a booming market. So definitely hold it. It is. And it'll be worth a lot more later on if you can, if you could keep it. It is. That is what I tried to tell them. So, mm-hmm. okay, I'll look into the LLC because um, I definitely want to put them out. They're 55 years old. Like <laughs> well, make sure they have them. Just don't the put only, them out on their The only thing is if they, if they find out that she went behind their back and snuck into the LLC and bought it, that might cause issues too. Her mom hung up on her last we week. We already have issues. There you go. I ain't worried about that. Okay, so, all right. I, I want to keep this house for my grandparents. There you so, go. That's, that's fine. Have Thanks, a good one. I right, ask ye, 800-585-1051. If you got a question for ye, hit it now. It's the breakfast. Come on. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Ye. Keep the bread. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Ye, and we have Samantha on the line. Samantha, good morning. Hey, good morning. What's your question for ye now, mama? So, my question is, um, women who work for corporate companies, how do you um, get promoted without, especially when you have um, um, male bosses and things go on on the job and and you can't uh, fix it? Okay, so, Samantha, I know you and I spoke offline, right? So, Mm -hmm. just give us some information. You don't have to say your company or anything, but talk about specifically... What's been going on with you? Because I know a lot of women can relate. So uh, I started working um, at a company, a corporate company, uh, five years ago, almost six years. In 2020, it'll be six years. When I started working there, I started working for $10 an hour, and that was it. Then four years later, I don't make much more than that. I make about a couple more dollars than that $10 an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, not much. My boss got flirtatious with me, and this was four years ago. Mm-hmm. He got flirtatious with me, and I didn't know how to handle it. I just, I froze, uh, I froze because it never happened to me. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I've never got promoted. They brought in an outsider. And like she got promoted of- before you. Even though she had no experience. No experience. No experience at all. She came from a, just a whole new employee. And just to add another layer to this, Samantha, you said that your boss had been uh, basically fl- proposing to actually have sexual relations with you. And dinner. And you and actually have audio recordings of it. Yes. And that's the thing. In New York, it's illegal to record somebody without their consent. Mm-hmm. 
And he knows that. Right. Because in order for me to get him to back off, when I say persistent, I mean, he was really persistent. Do you have text messages or emails from him? No, but I have the audio. Okay, here's what I would say to you, because I actually spoke with an attorney yesterday for you. That's amazing. I told him what you said about the recordings and how he told you that you couldn't use those recordings because it wouldn't be admissible in court, so you have nothing, right? But right. in fact, you haven't actually consulted with an attorney. I I'd never... Let me um, explain why I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. They told me I was going to get promoted, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Angela, I've been with this company. I missed my daughter's. I missed a lot of stuff from my daughter. Right. To work. Yeah. My daughter's 10. I missed multiple birthdays. And you're mandated to work for this company on the weekend. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. And they're corporate. I tried to go to HR. Now, Samantha, I want to keep it. Oh, so what happened when you went to HR? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. no, that's, that's, that's good. Um, when I went to HR, they also told me, they what they said is they can move me to another department, which mm-hmm. they did at mm-hmm. that point. Right. right. So then I started to work in the office, which entailed the same situation. They never promoted me. I have my timesheets. I had them um, this, ye- uh, this year I left the company. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the, the reason why I left the company um, is because I wanted my timesheets just in case I ever was going to take this to an attorney. But I really thought I had no case because on recording, he's telling me, he's like, oh, don't worry. I know you're you're with this. I'm, I'm with an African-American guy, as I told you, in the um, Instagram. And he said, oh, that's just a phase. Let me take you out. He was so persistent. Mm-hmm. And it was scary. Right. And this is what I want you to understand. I never want you to feel powerless. Like, you can't do anything. And he's trying to make you feel that way. Like and I have diary entries. I came home and wrote in my diary just to, like, deflate from this stuff. And it's so scary because you, you give a lot of your time to a company. You're a woman. You work for a very... A, a big comp- a radio station, let, let's just say company, right? So you work for them for a long time and they respect you. All right. You're not late, you're not absent, you're not disrespectful, you right. have no write-ups. I have no write-ups in my file. Samantha, I feel like you 1,000% have a case. I definitely feel like you need to speak with an attorney and I am going to get you on with my friend um, Jamal Murphy, who is an attorney so that he can let you know what it is that you can do to move forward so that you can actually do this because who knows what other women he's doing this to as well. So No, he's done it to a lot of women because he's, he's had relationships with women and that's how I found out mm-hmm. that I'm not the only person in, I'm not the only person that goes to this, but I couldn't believe that HR did right. that too. Like the, it's like they all work together. And you did actually put in a request, and um, they did move you to another department. So that is sort of them acknowledging that they know that there's an issue there, and so that's something listen, they should the have. Department, the department mm-hmm. they moved me to was next door to his office. It was even closer to the, the general manager office. All right, so Samantha, we're going to take this offline now because you did reach out to me via Instagram and I did have some conversations for you. So what I will do is hook you up with him so you guys can talk and we can figure out how you can move forward. And I want you to know that you do have power, that you can indeed report this, that you were being harassed, 
that you have these audio recordings. And while you may not be able to use them in court, it is good that you have other things that happen and that you went to HR and all of that. And that there are other women who may want to actually speak up as well. So I have your information and I will hit you up later today. Thank you very much. Okay, you're welcome, Samantha. Thank you, guys, you so much you for... You are awesome. Thank you. Thanks for having one. the courage to share your story with us. Good luck, okay? Yes, thank you. All right. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, hit Yee now. Now, we got rumors on the way, Yee? Yes, let's talk about Justin Bieber. He has apologized. Actually, there's two Justins apologizing. Justin Bieber and Justin Timberlake. Two completely different situations, but we'll tell you what it's about. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So you guys saw there were some pictures of Justin Timberlake holding hands with another woman. That mm-hmm. woman is Alicia Rain- Wainwright, who's his co-star in his upcoming movie, Palmer. They were in New Orleans filming. And he just recently apologized to his wife, Jessica Bill, for that. He said on Instagram, I stay away from gossip as much as I can, but for my family, I feel it's important to address recent rumors that are hurting the people I love. A few weeks ago, I displayed a strong lapse in judgment, but let me be clear, nothing happened between me and my co-star. I drank way too much that night, and I regret my behavior. I should have known better. This is not the example I want to set for my son. I apologize to my amazing wife and family for putting them through such an embarrassing situation and I'm focused on being the best husband and father I can be. This was not that. I am incredibly proud to be working on Palmer. Looking forward to continuing to make this movie and excited for people to see it. Well, guess what? Black men don't cheat, but white men do. So anybody out there that ever said Justin Timberlake was black because he sings black music and he can dance like a black person, <laughs> this shows that he is not black. So they weren't taping. They were leaving the bar after taping. They were at, yeah, at a restaurant. Hold oh, wow. the hand under the table. Salute to my guy, Justin Timberlake. But, uh... He said holding hands uh, over the table? Under, under, like, their hands were, like, you know, at the side. Who caught that? It was on camera. You know, paparazzi. It's Justin Timberlake. Gracious. I don't have nothing All right, to do Justin with Bieber has also apologized. He has expressed regret for his past use of racial slurs. He put on an Instagram post, I'm determined this holiday season to take ownership of all my shortcomings and work on them for myself and the ones I love. What is your goal? And then he posted a message that said, stand against racism. If you recall, this is what he's uh, referencing. One less lonely nigga. One less lonely nigga. There's gonna be one less nigga. Then he said, when I was young, I was uneducated and found myself saying really hurtful things, not knowing the power of my words. Racism is still very prevalent, and I want to use my voice to remind we are all human beings and all of equal value before God. That's crazy, because that's been out. So yeah, he it's was just 15. Like, yeah, that's, that's been out, so why is he, like, apologizing for it now? I guess he just felt like doing that. You know, he's gotten very religious and... He says he takes his friendships with people of all cultures very seriously. And why not? Do white Maybe people he just get can- moved to do that. Do white people get canceled for using the N-word? Seriously, it's all serious questions. Like, mm. if, the way, like if he said that, is there going to be anything other than some social media outrage? Well, then, I think if he said it today. It's not going to affect him in the real world. He might get canceled you if did, he said I, it now. But I think you have to take accountability. Yeah, it, it affect, when it when he was 15, now. he said something he shouldn't have said. And he acknowledged that he shouldn't have done that. Will it affect him outside of social media? That's my question. I no, I don't think so. I don't think so. he should try I don't it, though. Think so either. I don't think I mean, so. It's already out there. No, I'm talking about now he shouldn't do it. Oh, no, yeah. You, of course. You, you know better now. All right. Now, Hillary Clinton, she was on with Howard Stern. And, you know, people are saying that she might be running for president in 2020. Now, the reason they're saying this is prior to doing Howard Stern, she did an appearance on the UK's Graham Norton show, and she said this. 
And where are you? Are you saying, forget me? Is that your mantra now? Not yet. <laughs> because the rumor mill is flying that, yeah, you, could, that. you could step back into the ring. Yeah, I, I, um, I hear that. I, I especially have been deluged in you know, the last few weeks um, uh, with uh, thinking about uh, doing that. But right now, I'm not at all you know, planning that. Um, I'd have to make up my mind really quickly. She gonna try again for the third time? Well, we don't know that for sure. Uh, but why are you saying like that Joe Biden trying again for the third time? Why can't Hillary? This is Joe Biden third time running for president. Exactly. Yeah, what's wrong with her, you know? All right, so uh, women, while bro. she was on Howard... I love women. <laughs> I love women. But she did, she did talk about... Hate women, She did talk about how she did feel like misogyny played a large part in her losing. Um, now, and, and other things that she said on Howard Stern's show, she talked about the inauguration day and how that was one of the hardest days for her. You know, I went to the inauguration of Donald Trump, which was one am, of the hardest am, days of my life, to be honest. I am consumed with that. Oh, here's how I felt about it. I mean, obviously, I was crushed. I was disappointed. And I was really surprised because I couldn't figure out what had happened. I said to myself, I said to everybody who talked to me about it, look, I hope he's going to be a better president than I think he will be. I'm worried about it, but I'm going to do everything I can. As I told him when I called him, you know, that terrible night. And oh, you said, did call him Oh, I did. I have to go listen to that interview. I haven't heard it yet. Yeah, it's a nice interview. You know, she talks about things like um, he asked her about the rumors of her being a lesbian and, <laughs> you know, her first date with Bill Clinton, who she dated before Bill Clinton, a lot of uh, different things that they discussed in this interview. Howard Stern. Howard Stern said he really had wanted her on the show and he used to beg for her to come on the show because he felt like it would have been great for her to be on uh, before the 2016 elections. It would have helped her out a lot. I mean, so. let's, let's be clear. Hillary Clinton had four million more of the popular vote than Donald Trump. Right. So it's not like people didn't go out and vote for Hillary. It's just that goddamn electoral college. Now, she also says that she did go to uh, couples therapy, but that's the only therapy she's ever been to, just marriage counseling. And, um... You know, she, yeah, a lot of different things she discussed. So make sure you check that out. I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, we got Oh, the you know what, man? Happy born day to Lauren London, too, man. Dropping a clues bond for Lauren London. Mm -hmm. Yep, Lauren All right. Happy I birthday. love Lauren London. You're always sending you positive energy, Lauren. It's Carrie Hilson's birthday, too. Happy birthday to Carrie Hilson as well, too. Mm -hmm. All right. Revolt, we'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. Let's go. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. DJ MV. I'm Angela Yee. And I go by the name of Charlemagne the God with a Breakfast Club. We're inviting you to join us next June on the beach at the Hard Rock Hotel in Riviera Maya. Check out at Just Add Water TBC on Instagram or visit the Breakfast Club JustAdWater.com for more info. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, Charlemagne, I seen you were out at uh, Tiffany Haddish's uh, birthday party. How was that? You know what, man? Tiffany had his birthday party. It was a little stressful. Um, wow. I have fun. You know, my sis turned 40. But, you know, it's stressful because, and I'm just being honest, I had to really watch my woman in that party. Not because of anything that I, you know, think she would do. It's just that a lot of women in there hitting on my sister, my my, my, my wife, mm -hmm. okay? Yeah, like, I mean, you had, you had Shantae Wayans in there telling me how good my wife looked. Mm -hmm. Wanda Sykes was really who I was worried about. Really? I thought Wanda Sykes was trying to take Hate you? Wanda went to... She went to Howard? She went to Hampton. Oh, she went to Hampton. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
But yeah, it was just one that of those parties. I was just looking. Shoot the Hampton. No, he was. You, he thought it was Howard. Oh, uh, because well, I said H U. I don't. I didn't go to college. <laughs> I was just looking at. I was just like, damn. I was like, it's a lot of women in here. I felt like was hitting on my wife. You know what I'm saying? So I was. I was a little stressed out behind that. But other than that, I had a great time. A little insecure. Salute to Wanda Sykes too. Wanda wants to come on the Breakfast Club. You okay. know what I mean? And I, I don't. I do not know why Wanda Sykes has never been here. Yeah, I love her stand-ups. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, why did Wanda Sykes never come on vacation? You know who vacation, But she was supposed to come here yeah. one time a while ago. She was? Yeah. Okay. And shout-out to Little Rel. I watched his comedy special, too, over the weekend. I ain't caught Morel's special. I ain't caught up on it. And Dion Cole, I told you, his was really, really funny. So make sure you watch Dion Cole's comedy special. I haven't seen Dion Cole. I haven't seen Rel. And I ain't seen Tiffany's. Tiffany came out with the next week on Tuesday called Black Miss, but I haven't seen hers yet. I'm sure I'll watch that this weekend. I'll catch up on all that this weekend. I see now our homie Flame Monroe. Flame was dead. Drop on the clues bomb for my guy. Flame. Girl. I love me some flame. Huh? Oh, a girl flame. I don't know what flame is. Flame is flame. <laughs> flame is something that I've never, ever experienced before in my life, all right? <laughs> flame, is, flame is flame. That's my guy. And, and shout out to Fabulous. I went to his uh, album release dinner that he had yesterday. And... Uh, a lot of people were there. Nelly was there. I never really seen Nelly like that running around New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, DJ Clue was there. Trey Songs was there showing us videos of his son. Dope. So that was cute. So uh, Natina, Paul Rosenberg, I'm trying to think. Jim Jones was there. A lot of people came out to support uh, our guy Fab. Yeah, shout out to Fabless, man. His album is out right now, so definitely stream that now. And when we come back, we got a uh, positive, positive note. note. All right, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. We pop out at your party. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Charlemagne. Yes. You got a positive note for the people? Yes, man. I want to say uh, when life gives you a hundred reasons to break down and cry, show life that you have a million reasons to smile and laugh. Simply stay strong. Breakfast Club, bitches. You all finished or y'all done?